0: This episode is sponsored by Kava, Arculus, and PathDAO.
1: It's Wednesday, March 3rd, 2022, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. I'm Adam B. Levine, here again with Adrian Bluss for your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, traditional markets, and the inside scoop on crypto funding for a war. And just a reminder that Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin traded moderately lower alongside most alternative cryptocurrencies, while U.S. stock futures were flat. And at least for now, the safe haven dollar remained firm as markets await the conclusion of the second round of peace talks between Russia and Ukraine. The original cryptocurrency has struggled to break above the $44,000 resistance level as overbought conditions have appeared on the charts. And momentum is starting to slow, which could point to a deeper pullback. And yet still, buyers could remain active at lower support levels, particularly at $40,000. On the daily chart, there's strong resistance at $46,000, which capped the price rally in early February and is the number for the bulls to beat. Buyers will need to make a decisive break above that resistance in order to reverse the three-month-long downtrend. But even so, the cryptocurrency is still up 28% from last Thursday's one-month lows. But any way you look at it, the digital assets future prospects are looking bright, with inflation expectations surging across Europe and in the U.S., and markets currently pricing out prospects of a 50 basis point rate hike later this month. Taking a broader look at things, the potential negative impact of the U.S. central bank's planned interest rate hikes on the emerging market paper currencies might compensate for an expected drop in U.S. demand for perceived store value assets like Bitcoin and gold. Quote, cryptocurrencies and stablecoins are good alternatives during depreciation, Mark Thornton, senior fellow at the Ludwig von Mises Institute, told Coindesk in an email. He continued, I also think gold and silver are good alternatives at the moment, particularly in emerging markets. Toggling back and forth between cryptocurrencies and precious metals provides balance and greater upside for that segment of an individual's portfolio, end quote. Currency depreciation or devaluation refers to a fall in the value of the home currency in terms of its exchange rate versus other currencies. Depreciation is inherently inflationary as a weaker currency boosts import costs and often has local investors scrambling to buy alternative assets with a store of value appeal such as gold and Bitcoin. Bitcoin has found increased demand from Russia and Ukraine as sanctions send the Russian ruble crashing and led to significant disruptions in Ukraine's currency market. Gold also rallied to an 18-month high of $1,974 last week. Some traditional market observers have been worried about a potential slide or depreciation of emerging market currencies against the U.S. dollar ever since the Fed took a sharp, hawkish turn in November, hinting at several interest rate hikes in 2022. That's because interest rate differential is one of the most significant factors influencing exchange rates. When a dominant country like the U.S. signals rate hikes, emerging markets with relatively higher rates but significantly smaller economies see capital outflows. That exerts downward pressure on the emerging market currency and pushes the dollar higher. Emerging market investors could diversify into Bitcoin and gold if the Fed tightening triggers a sharp reversal in capital inflows, leading to an exchange rate slide. With inflation already elevated worldwide, even a slight currency depreciation could trigger panic buying of gold and Bitcoin. So the U.S. central bank tightening is a major risk, particularly for currencies of emerging markets running current account deficits. And just defining terms quick, a deficit occurs when a country sends more money abroad than it receives, leaving the domestic currency vulnerable to increased borrowing costs elsewhere. So countries running current account deficits like Brazil, India, and Pakistan may see strong demand for Bitcoin. Quote, Large current account deficits implies greater borrowing from overseas, and this puts the local currency at greater risk, as people will exchange local currencies for cryptocurrencies, precious metals, and anything real, Thornton said. He continued, Major economy central banks have already printed enough money to create hyperinflation and have borrowed more than enough money to induce hyperinflations. Paper money will fail. It's only a matter of time. End quote. So it provides a little bit of context about why emerging market investors may flock to Bitcoin rather than gold or other hard assets, as cryptocurrencies can circumvent government-imposed capital controls. Today's crypto coverage comes courtesy of CoinDesk's markets analysts, Dominic Dantes and Amkar Godbole. Bitcoin is currently trading at $43,410. That's down 2.85% in the last 24 hours, while Ether is trading at $2,885. That's down more than 4% in the same time period. According to the CoinDesk Price Index, in traditional markets, U.S. stock features were down while oil prices continued to surge as investors monitored Russia's invasion of Ukraine and how a jump in commodity prices is likely to impact inflation and the Federal Reserve's monetary policy. Futures for the S&P 500 were flat this morning following positive trading yesterday. Contracts for the tech-focused Nasdaq 100 declined by two tenths of one percent, and futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average were also effectively flat. In oil markets, U.S. crude prices briefly surged above 115 bucks a barrel for the first time since 2008, before trading back at $113 and change. This is as refiners have balked at buying Russian oil, reducing the energy supply even as it's pushed prices higher. Overseas, the regional stocks Europe 600 share index lost just over half a point and is now down more than 9% for the year. In Germany, the DAX dropped just over half a point. In London, the FTSE 100 fell 8 tenths of a point. And in France, the CAC40 slipped just under half a percent. Moving to the east, major stock indexes in Asia largely gained. South Korea's KOSPI jumped by 1.6%, and Japan's Nikkei 225 rose seven-tenths of a point. China's Shanghai Composite was essentially flat, but if you want to get technical, it dipped by one-tenth of one percent. Today's traditional markets coverage draws from the Wall Street Journal and the FT. Stay tuned for After the Break, we'll take a look at the surreal situation inside Ukraine as it goes with crypto. Back in a minute.
0: Kava gives you the ability to earn more by connecting the world's largest cryptocurrencies, ecosystems, and financial applications on DeFi's most trusted, scalable, and secure earning platform. Kava is an institutional-grade cross-chain engine built to scale on the largest decentralized proof-of-stake network. With loan APYs as low as 0% and reward APYs as high as 200%, Kava is the safest place for you to grow your digital portfolio. Mint stablecoins. Lend, borrow, earn, and swap safely across the world's biggest crypto assets with Kava. To learn more, visit kava.io slash marketsdaily. Meet Arculus, the next generation cold storage wallet. Arculus secures your crypto using three-factor authentication, providing a simpler, safer, and smarter way to store, buy, swap, send, and receive crypto. Arculus is offline cold storage. Your private keys are encrypted on the Arculus keycard and are never online. Stay safe from hackers with no cords, no charging, no Bluetooth. Just crypto security made simple. Buy Arculus on Amazon today. Enter the metaverse with PathDAO. PathDAO is your one-stop shop for exposure to the growing blockchain gaming space. With a fintech ecosystem to help unbanked gamers, a LinkedIn-style social gaming platform, and partnerships with more than 30 of the top Web3 games across all genres. PathDAO is bringing millions to the metaverse. For more information, visit pathdao.io. That's P-A-T-H-D-A-O dot I-O.
2: Today's featured story comes courtesy of Coindesk's Eastern Europe and Russia reporter, Anna Betikova, who is currently based in Moscow. Today's story is titled, Absolutely Surreal inside a fundraising millions in crypto for besieged Ukraine. After Russia invaded Ukraine, Andriy Veliky would look out his window at night and count the lights in the windows of nearby buildings. Around 90% of them stayed black. The cryptocurrency entrepreneur's apartment building faced Kiev's maiden square. Normally full of people, it's empty and silent now, except for the sirens blaring from time to time. Some of his friends chose to leave the city when they could, others are now fighting the invading Russian forces on the front lines. Quote, I chose to stay somewhere in between. I'll stay here in my apartment and protect my family here. Veliki, a member of the local shooting club, told Coindesk on Monday. He continued, and if things get worse, I will go to the front lines. On Tuesday, he posted on Facebook that he left Kiev with his family. Veliki wears several hats. He is the CEO of AppySwap Foundation and co-founder of AllBridge, a startup working on cross-chain integrations and building bridges between blockchains. Many of his employees have moved to the western part of Ukraine, a bit farther from Russian tanks and rockets than in Kiev. He's also a key member of the team behind Unchain Fund, a vehicle raising money to buy food, clothing, medicine, evacuation and repairs for civilians, and everything but weapons for the army. Unchain accepts donations to multi-signature wallets on the Ethereum, Binance Smart Chain, Polygon, Harmony, Avalanche, Nier, and Celo networks. This project is one of the several ways the Ukrainian crypto community has spontaneously coordinated fundraising attempts during a conflict that has killed hundreds of civilians and stoked fears of a new Cold War between Russia and the West. Parallel efforts include UkraineDAO, formed with the help of Russian art collective Pussy Riot, and the Ukrainian government's own crypto fundraiser. UkraineDAO has raised 1,570 ETH, that's about $4.6 million in today's prices. Official Ukrainian government addresses have received over 200 BTC or $8.7 million, and and 1,639 ETH, or $4.8 million. Come Back Alive, a group supporting the Ukrainian army, raised over 195 BTC, or $8.5 million. According to an estimate of Forklog, a Russian-language crypto news outlet, various organizations raising crypto for Ukraine have raised over $58 million in donations over the past six days. This week, the Unchained Fund is planning to launch a distributed autonomous organization, or DAO, to make decisions about how to spend the funds. Things progress slowly but surely, Veliki said. Quote, because everything is so secure and decentralized, it's very slow, he said. Despite such drawbacks compared with traditional fundraising methods, crypto has benefits too, such as a public audit trail of the donations. Quote, it's a matter of our reputation that the funds raised transparently with blockchain technology are used for things we declared to fund, said Alexey Bobox, co-founder of Unchain. The Unchained Wallet signers include, along with Veliki, Gitcoin founder Scott Moore, Near Protocol co-founder Eliopolo Sukin, Metacartel community lead Peter Pan, Harmony community manager Nick Vasilich, and others. There are nine key holders in total. Quote, Our goal is to break the chain of war and scatter its links far away from each other so that they can never meet again, the organization's website says. Each multi-sig wallet is going to be configured so that the five or six out of the ten signatures would be needed to spend funds, Veliki said. The development work is still ongoing, but the donation addresses have already received over 1.8 million in crypto, according to the website, and Coindesk's own analysis of the wallets confirms that. The funds raised will be used to support several non-governmental organizations, including Voices of Children, International Medical Corps, and People in Need, the website says. Rev Miller, co-founder of a metaverse project, Atlantis World, says there are hundreds of volunteers now helping Unchain with everything from tech support to physically evacuating people from unsafe locations. Some of them are in Ukraine, including Miller's own family. The first 1.3 million in crypto flew to Unchained's wallets in less than 12 hours, Miller said, adding that the near community was the most active to contribute. Bobak, who is also co-founder of Well.Money, said he started Unchained with co-founder Alexei Moretsky in January, when the war hadn't yet started. However, he, as well as many other Ukrainians, would tell you that the war actually started eight years ago in 2014, when Russia annexed the Crimea Peninsula and sent unmarked troops and weaponry to the breakaway regions of Donbass in the eastern part of Ukraine. Last month, the tensions around the Ukrainian border intensified, and in mid-February, the founders convened a working group and started reaching out to the NGOs and Ukraine's Ministry of Defense, Bobak said. Veliki said that there is also a smaller wallet with only one signature needed to spend. It's being used by participants to fund some immediate needs. For example, he just cashed out $1,000 to send to a local baker, who was baking fresh bread and giving away to people living in his place in Kiev, he said. In a few other instances, funds were spent to buy things like clothes, socks, and medical supplies for the army and buses to evacuate people from the city of Kharkiv, which is suffering heavy shelling by Russian artillery. About $50,000 has been spent so far in total, he said. Unchain is already speaking to the International Committee of the Red Cross about helping the humanitarian organization evacuate people who are in danger, according to Bobak. But the bulk of the funds raised will be held in the multi with some of the keyholders outside Ukraine. Quote, our thinking was that we need to invite reputable people who will take responsibility in front of the crypto community and no one of them would have access to all funds at once. Then if things get worse, some people with access would still be around and won't lose the funds, Veliki said. And things indeed can get worse. On February 24th, Veliki's wife drove to the grocery store and brought home a car full of food, he said. That was a good call because the family had enough food to go for several days, and food has become harder to buy. When there is no curfew, people rush to the stores and sweep all the food off the shelves. Before the Russian military assault on Ukraine started, Veliki spoke of his friend's plans to evacuate from Kiev with sarcasm. Back then, few people in Ukraine or Russia believed there would actually be an invasion and bombshelling of all major Ukrainian cities. Quote, we had been going back and forth on whether we should evacuate people or not and ended up choosing not to. Unfortunately, because until last week we didn't believe that this would actually happen. End quote. Says Antoli Kaplan, founder of Forklog, Kaplan himself lives outside of Ukraine. Half of his team, or about 20 people, are in the country. Only a few of his Ukrainian employees left the country during the past several days, he said, all of them young women. Quote, guys decided to stay so that they can, if needed, grab their guns and go into the battle, Kaplan said, adding that one of his staffers is now a fighter in the territorial defense squad in the city of Zaporizhia. Quote, at some point in Kiev, there were fewer weapons than civilian people willing to fight, Kaplan said. According to his estimates, around 10% of the local crypto community left Ukraine in anticipation of the war, especially those who are closely working with partners or clients in Western Europe or the US. Veliki said he believes the number could go as high as 20%. Ukraine has been a significant tech hub for the global blockchain and cryptocurrency industry, with multiple developers and validators either coming from Ukraine or physically based there. For example, a notable number of Tezos validators, Solana developers, and developers and validators for NIR protocol have been based in Ukraine, Kaplan said. Bolo Sukhin, NIR's founder, said the news about the war hit as soon as he was about to come back home from the ETH Denver conference in the US. Quote, Our folks mostly managed to get out of the hot spots and move to the West. Many validators took their servers out of the country in advance as the tensions were rising, Polusukin told Coindesk. He said he decided to support Unchain as it has been the only fund not raising money for buying weapons. For six days, Veliki, his wife, and one-year-old son lived in the heart of the besieged city, along with other civilians. Every day their background noise was artillery barrage, explosions, and sirens. When the sirens went off, the family would go downstairs to the underground parking lot, serving as a bomb shelter. He said that by the fifth day of the war, he didn't care to spend too much time underground and preferred to sleep at home. Fortunately, cell phone and internet service were still good in the city, and the payment infrastructure stays functional as well. The Unchained Fund's idea has always been to fund humanitarian aid, like food, clothing, and medicines, but not weapons. Some participants are very particular about not helping the armed forces at all. Quote, There's a discussion ongoing if we should be spending funds on military equipment, like thermal imagers and collimators. Different people view that differently, Veliki said. The peace negotiations that started on Monday brought a bit of hope, Veliky said. Everyone was hoping that the war would stop soon and life would go back to normal. With the shelling intensifying in Kharkiv and Kiev on Tuesday, however, that hope is fading. Quote, what's happening now is absolutely surreal, Bobak said.
1: And that's our show for today. Thank you very much for listening. This episode was edited by Adrian Blustend. You can send us an email at podcast at coindesk.com. We'll be back tomorrow with another news roundup. Have a great day.